Welcome to Conspiracy Say What? Yeah. I always yell. Today we're talking about <laughs> tiny men in Iceland. Um, the who commit quirky crimes. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about the Yule Lads, and I'm Cameron. I'm Jen. <laughs> I'm Allie. Yo. And we're talking about Christmas, but not in America, because that's no fun. Yeah. We're talking about Icelandic Christmas traditions. Yule. Spe- specifically, the Yule Lads. Yeah, Allie, where's your Christmas spirit? Because I've got 13 of them. 13 Christmas spirits. Uh, they start out as evil monsters, though. This is kind of a weird one. Yeah, I they... just want to say real quick, it's not Christmas. What? It's no. Yule. Celebrate Yule. No, it's, it's like middle yeah. of December right now. Well, so. they, the Icelandic word for the season is Yol, J-O-L. So, Yol. Which means Yule. It comes from the Germanic pagan tradition. Yes. Before Iceland was a Christian island nation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this Christian island nation. <laughs> I'd love to hear more. Uh, As with most traditions, there was, what, pagan slash folklore slash mythology that the Christians came in and covered up with their own stuff. Yep. Don't let your children listen. Yeah, you probably shouldn't let your children listen to this because it's terrifying. (laughs) Good warning in advance. If I was a child and these little 13 little troll men were sneaking into my house to leave gifts in my shoes, I would freak the fuck out. Yes. You would freak out if Danny DeVito walked into your house and left <laughs> gifts in your shoes? I would be in love with that idea. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get sued. I want a movie where Danny DeVito plays all 13 lads. <laughs> anyway, oh what's the history, Allie? History. Well, I was going to talk about what they are today. Okay. okay. Why don't we just name the Yule Lads? There we go. Okay, I'm going to say the we'll name in English and then the description, then Jen's going to try and butcher it in Icelandic. Okay. Cool. All right, so these are the 13 Yule Lads that are traditionally uh, celebrated and known today. So we've got Sheep Coat Claude. Steak, Steak Yastauer. <laughs> he tries to suckle ewes in farmer's sheep sheds. Oh, I saw a funny thing. So apparently he has two wooden legs, so it's really hard for him to bend down and get under the sheep. So that's Well, this is a terrible a addiction that he has. You know. Someone build that man knees. Poor guy. That would be so helpful. So we've got Gully Gok. Just, just for anyone real quick, I just want to let people know, a ewe is not a ewe. They don't suckle ewe. Uh, they sheep. suckle ewe, which is... Uh, <laughs> It's a spruce. That's what this says. So, you as in okay, but if it's in a sheep, but shed. it's also yeah. So like it's a it's spruce, but like also it is a female sheep. It's a U, but it's I just wanted to make sure pieces together. What I wanted to make sure is that people didn't hear they suckle you. Like oh me no. That's true. That could be confusing. I want to make sure people know that. I mean, you can milk anything with nipples. You can milk anything at this point. I mean, we've, <laughs> almonds don't have nipples, and we milk those. So, so watch out for them. this sheep coat, Claude, because he will suckle you. <laughs> Moving on. Gullygawk. Gilliagauer. He steals foam from the buckets of cow's milk. Bastard. Just the foam. Is that like stealing like that's crema gross. off of your coffee? I mean, I like it is the best part. Yeah. I... If I spill my crema, I get really bummed and yeah. I have to re- remake my coffee. Yeah, it's the that's, best part. Yeah. 
Uh, we've got Stubby. Stufer. Um, he's exactly how he's described in his name. Short. And he steals food out of frying pans. So put your food in a pot. <laughs> uh, we got Spoon Licker. Furious Licker. Furious Licker? He likes spoons. That's, that's his whole thing. He just licks spoons. Um, and then to go along with that, Pot Scraper or Pot Licker. Pata Skyfill. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he takes your unwashed dishes and he <laughs> licks them. them clean. I feel like I almost don't know how that's bad. We need to change the definition of clean here. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's licking he them licks clean. The food off. He's licking them to a different kind of dirty. That's um, and then I don't really know how this is different, but bowl liquor. Aska liquor. So he steals bowls of food from under the bed. My question is, is why are there food under the bed? My question is, why wouldn't there be? I guess if you sleep in the kitchen. Or if you just want a nice midnight Cheez-It snack. Cheez-It. Bowl of Cheez-Its Yeah. Well, they're not going to be there all, in the morning. All you have to do is reach down, <laughs> grab a handful of Cheez-Its. You're set for your midnight snacking. Midnight snacking. Uh, we've got Door Slammer. Heard a Skyler. He just makes a lot of noise, similar to like a poltergeist. Stomps around, slams doors, keeps people awake. So it's just... Like an apartment complex neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Skier gobbler, which is basically like yogurt. Skier gummer. I, I read about this stuff for some reason. Uh, the rabbit holes you fall down. Oh, yeah. It's like yogurt, but it's actually classified as cheese. So is it like cream cheese? Like in America? I think it's more like cottage cheese. Oh, okay. It looks kind of lumpy, but they eat it like, like yogurt. They've been trying to push it in America for like the last two years now. Yeah. yeah, if you go mm-hmm. to Sprouts, you can get some skier. Mm-hmm. Skier. Uh, we've got Sausage Swiper, speaking of meat. Biongeniker. He just really likes sausage. Only stolen ones. Stolen. So. You're right. Stolen sausages. <laughs> uh, window Peeper. Gluga Gager. He just creeps outside of windows. And sometimes he steals stuff. So it's not really much of a peeper, is he? It's just an asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> burglar? <laughs> door Sniffer. Got to pay for. Is that a P or a B or a both? I don't know. It's Icelandic. He specifically has a huge nose and really likes baked goods. Stolen baked goods. It's always stolen. Mm-hmm. And then meat hook. Ket, ket croker. He takes any meat that you have left out, especially smoked lamb. And then lastly, we have ken- candle beggar. Kurt sneaker. He steals candles. Hooray. He's also uh, been voted as the favorite lad. Yes, everyone loves Candle Beggar. Everyone loves him. Yeah, he's also called Candle Stealer. So that's another one because he just, you know, he takes candles. So, yeah, those okay. are the those are the 13 Yule Lads today. But that's not how it started. No, nope. that's like the, the way toned down, nice child version. Yeah. So, again, before the Christians the invaded all every corner of the earth. 40,000 years ago. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. It was like back. several hundred years ago. Yes. So the original folklore was 82 subhuman evil spirits. Yay. It's because so that's the jolly. Christmas spirit. <laughs> uh, they represented the darkness of nature that descends upon towns and farms to take back their land. Because it is dark as fuck all the time. Especially in this season. In December in Iceland. So these human, subhumans, <laughs> they return to the forests and mountains from whence they came once the days get longer. So basically, evil. what would happen spirits. is these spirits would take over the cabins that people had out in the mountains, which they would use during the summer. So once those mountains, once those mountain cabins were abandoned, all of the spirits would come down, try and reclaim their land. Mm-hmm. But I guess they're afraid of the heat. So in the summer, they're just... It burns. 
Whatever heat means in Iceland. I don't know if you live there, tell me. I think it's light because it's mostly dark in the winter. So they're vampires. And so once the days get longer and more light, then they leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. So, oh yeah, I read about this. In 1746, parents were officially banned from terrorizing their children with the Yule Lads because they were so scary. Yeah, that was the Dutch king specifically at the yeah, time. He was like, you know what? Uh, let's not wreck our children for all eternity. Yeah, but the problem with that, too, is, like, I can't find much on exactly what all of those, like, supposedly 82 evil spirits were. Because it was all, like, oral tradition. Yeah. This would have been William Fourth, Willem Fourth. Willem the Fourth. No, William Fourth, Willem Fourth. What? That's his full name? name? William Fourth. Willem Fourth. I did not stutter, guys. That's a three. Hated him. That is a four. Oh, I thought this was a high. That's a three. Yeah. Wait. That's a five. Oh my god! It's literally William Willem. Yeah. No, it's William the Fourth. Willem the Fourth. Anyway, there's a reason he probably hated his life. But now, did the Dutch king rule from Denmark? Or did he ever visit Iceland? Very visited in spirit. Okay. Okay. I don't know. In spirit, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty long. I wish we could have found more on exactly what all of these evil things were. However, I couldn't really find much evil. So they just committed a lot of atrocities. I assume that like some of the things they did based on like the way they talk about how they would come down in the winters, they probably destroyed cabins and stuff like that. Most Stole likely. children. There's a pretty common thing of eating children. Yeah. Any supplies that were left over, anyone who, yeah, was out there and they weren't supposed to be and it was winter who disappeared. I'm sure that was the Yule lads who were taking them and eating them and Most boiling them in the pots. Most of the artwork I saw, they all had really like, huge mouth with tons of like jagged teeth and yeah. like they had claws and they weren't yeah. your typical like basically these are kind of like a blended tale of like the little people or like fairies and that mm-hmm. kind of thing um today but before they were literally described as like i say subhuman monsters because it was like uh, the mother later particularly insane like with all the eyeballs and the extra mouths and crooked limbs and and some of the descriptions of people saying that they had witnessed them or whatever at the time was also that they didn't have torsos sometimes so i guess they're just like heads legs and bodies So if okay. you're wondering where the Fresno so Nightcrawler came Mike from, Wachowski? <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Little Mike Wachowski's <laughs> running around stealing your children and eating them. That's terrifying. <laughs> like this was the inspiration for Monsters Inc. Okay. Yeah. So the only thing I could really find aside from like what's happening today is kind of like the evolutionary period between when it was a bunch mm-hmm. of demons to now. So, so it's really hard to find anything actually written down. So it varies pretty widely. So some stories say that all of these lads were brothers of Grilla, which is their mother. We'll tell you a little bit about that bitch later. Mm-hmm. Um, others say that they were her sons, which is kind of the common one now. Some stories said there was only nine, but basically every single one of the stories has the common theme of all of these little lads <laughs> <laughs> fell into three categories. Either they stole food, they played pranks, harassed people, or they were just like a delusion of nature, like they were hiding, like gully guck hides and gullies mm-hmm. or whatever. And then there was the poem written by Johann Urkultlum in 1932 that established today's Yule Lad canon. Okay, I found 
the poem translated into English. Mm-hmm. It does not rhyme. No, it doesn't rhyme in English. <laughs> and yeah, translated into English, it does not rhyme and it's very awkward. So I was just like, I love it though. Icelandic is its own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd put anything through Google Translate and it's going to sound weird, but. Yeah, there were the some poem, stanzas where it was just like really funny. Yeah. How, like the whole thing just kind of abruptly ended and it was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> well, and I found a video on YouTube of a, an Icelandic a woman trying to read the poem in English and she kept like stumbling over it because it doesn't have any it doesn't rhyme and there's no cadence or rhythm to it it's just very awkward so definitely if you're gonna look it up look at just have have find a YouTube video that reads it to you in Icelandic it sounds much more <laughs> inspired read it in English so you know what it says and then yeah. listen to the actual poetry in the native language all right so the lads they're a December phenomenon they arrive when it gets really dark and cold outside so and it's the season of advent right this is advent slash yuletide slash christmas slash whatever you celebrate <laughs> lots of so because there's 13 of them they start december 12th the kids and i'm guessing adults would leave a shoe on the window on the windowsill and then every night a lad would leave a gift in the shoe now this is where i get a little bit confused these lads Mm -hmm. don't seem like gift givers right Mm -hmm. they seem like gift takers (laughs) but i feel like that's just the whole like let's make this nicer so instead of terrorizing Mm -hmm. children now they leave gifts yes so before they were nice enough to leave a gift, children were just terrorized in their beds <laughs> by evil spirits. So why the shoe? Did anybody find anything about why shoes? I mean, I figured out why the shoe, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. That's a whole thing. Well, and I've seen that traditionally. You see it like Germany does the shoe. France yeah. does the shoe. We have stockings. The shoe is very common. Yeah. yeah it's a very oh. common I didn't thing. make any of these connections. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Because... I don't know, white people in dark times. Uh, (laughs) Dark times. (laughs) uh, So you can go visit them, actually. And this is actually a festival that's held uh, every year now where they celebrate the Yule Lads. Uh, They actually, uh, the caves are all dressed up in this area, but essentially it is a place called... Dimmuborger. Why don't we just designated Jen as an Icelandic speaker? <laughs> well, because now if anyone gets mad, it's just her that yeah. they get mad at. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, this is in North Iceland, and it is essentially lava fields. Uh, this is actually not... I kind of love this, because when I looked it up, it doesn't sound like it's that old. From what I could tell, it's about 2,300 years old, mm. which is not very old for a lava field. Yeah. Because usually when we see that, it's like, mm-hmm. this was developed millions of years ago, or I mean, hundreds of thousands of years ago. That's in the middle of, like, the history of what we're even talking about. Yeah, yeah like. we're only in the year 2021, so that's barely into BC. Like, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's really interesting. Uh, but this lava labyrinth is not very old, but what it was is essentially a field that, from what I understand, was covered in lava, and it created a bunch of different caves, and it created some really cool formations highly recommend you look at pictures of it it's really really cool this is where the yuli boys live though right yuli boys. uh this is where they come from and they are said to live in the caves in the area and one of those caves gets dressed up for the festival every year where there's clothes hung up and you can go look in there but you, you're not supposed to go too far in because they're sleeping and stuff like that during the day because they come out at night mostly so you can go visit them if you want i imagine that was a much more terrifying prospect back before there were only 13 (laughs) of them and there were 82 mike wachowskis so yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
But I would think that's probably a modern development of let's have festivals instead of terrifying oh, monsters that come out of the dark. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't necessarily have festivals, or they did, and they all just threw their children in pots, and they paraded them through the town. Hard to say. But why pots? Because of the mother, Grilla. Grilla. Oh my god. Which we kind of brought up earlier. Grilla. Uh, this is the person that the little laddie boys lived with, and I do want to bring up a specific point. She has a husband, which we're also going to talk about, which is her third husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first and second were brutally murdered by her. <laughs> and it doesn't say that the Yule lads are the children of the husband. It says they are the children of Grilla, mm-hmm. which I, means probably from the first or second well, I marriage. Found, I found that the Yule lads are the children of this third husband and Grilla. I didn't see that. And I that s- she had other more demon children with the second one. That was another story that I read. Oh, see what I saw was that sh- they are her children and mm-hmm. that she's also married. But not that those are connected. She is those the mother of many demons. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. She is also one of the oldest creatures in, honestly, like Nordic folklore. That's um, written down. Yes. Oldest yes. written creatures. That's very that's, important. That's what we're referring to this time. But she hasn't always been associated with Yule or the holiday season or whatever. She, I don't know exactly when she was... Uh, moved over to the festivities. (laughs) But anyway, she's a giant ogre woman who eats children and beats and murders all of her husbands. And uh, she boils children alive after kidnapping them because they were bad. Yeah, and she's known to carry multiple sacks because that's mm-hmm. there's multiple children in those sacks. And I guess she just tosses them in the pot. Yep. If you want to have some fun, Google Grilla mm-hmm. under Google Images. There's some weird shit. You can also yeah. look in our newsletter because we'll put some images yeah. in there of that. Yeah. There's one where she has eyes all over her like head and yeah, that's neck the and grill. back. It's creepy. And they're yeah. like, she has 15 tails. I do want to ask, and this may be inappropriate, but I'm going to ask anyway. What do you think she seasons the children with? Or do you <laughs> think it was just like salt and water? Um, beef tallow. Oh, you know, beef I actually tallow. read, I watched a video on YouTube of a guy preparing a traditional Icelandic child (laughs) well yes (laughs) it was a smoked lamb uh a traditional icelandic christmas dinner yule dinner Mm -hmm. and he actually said for a long time iceland didn't have salt so maybe i don't know what they were seasoned with the history of salt people look it up but like i'm I'm curious because you could just put a little bit of salt water in your regular water and boil it that's true got salt Maybe no one thought of that. Well, come on, ancient Icelanders. So apparently now the smoked lamb that is traditional is super, super salty. Interesting. So they serve it with like um, sweetened um, side dishes. So basically they salt the babies and then give you side dishes. (laughs) They salt the babies. (laughs) So anyway, Grilla's third, third husband, the one that's in the stories, is a troll named Lebeluthi. Lebeluthi. And she's often depicted as beating him. So she's definitely the one that wears the pants in this relationship. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He's kind of just a troll. I've heard a couple of times that he might have helped kidnap children, mm-hmm. but that it sounds like he mostly he's, just kind of sits around the cave mm-hmm. and doesn't do anything. He's not even really like listed as a companion of Grilla. He's just like, he's there. Yeah. He's just the husband. Maybe yeah. people were like, well, 
clearly she can't have children without a husband, so let's yeah, throw right. him in well, there. Well, <laughs> someone's got to be the stay-at-home parent to these 82 to 13 children, so... Yes, well, the legend goes that she murdered and ate her first husband, and then also murdered her second husband. It was unclear whether or not she ate that one. Oh. And then um, she had troll children with that one, where they went, I don't know. And then the Yule lads are the children of her, her current husband. I would... Lebeluthi. I would still just like to stand by things that I've said on this podcast before, which is that I believe that even if you think this is a legend and not real or whatever, all lies come from some kind of truth. So I would like to believe that some point <laughs> around the 13th century or a little earlier, some woman killed and ate her husband. And that that's probably where this came from. I mean... I mean, she was probably a witch. She know, was like probably... Evil. Starving. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's defending Grilla. That's... <laughs> Jen um, is all for murdering your husband and eating maybe them. Maybe he died and she was like, well, not going to let it go to she's waste. Like a cat. So, like I said, she's one of the oldest creatures in this folklore. She's mentioned in 13th century manuscripts, which I think is probably the Prose Edda, which is um, one of the original compilations of Nordic mythology. Mm. She's in that. Cool. Um, but kind of just is like a giant ogre monster. Um, and we can also find stories about her in the Faroe Islands. And also in Ireland, uh, there's like a closely related ogre story. Mm -hmm. Probably just named something different, but you know, it all spreads out and changes over time. And you kind of mentioned this already, Jen, but in the old stories, she had several heads, mm -hmm. eyes in the back of her head slash all over her head, uh, had a beard, fangs, and one too many tails, and also <laughs> hooves. One too many tails? Like one dash many. One tail or many oh, tails. Oh, one... One too many tails. I was like, well, I was like, does that just yeah. mean like whenever you see her? She has one too many. That's, just, that's one too many. How many? One too many. So either one or many tails. Right. Yes. Right. Anyway, she looked like a fucking monster. She now was she's a just fucking kind of monster. Like a giant witch woman. She was butt. just misunderstood. Yeah, now she's just a witch woman that boils and eats children. Yeah, you know. She used to be a monster. <laughs> The story of Grilla. Now she was just hungry. Though. I'm glad we're like all Jen supporting said. Grilla, because she is the only woman in this tale, so she probably needs a little Look, bit of support. support for I'm a mother. I can commiserate. <laughs> You thought locked... about murdering your husband just to feed your children? Imagine, Jen, imagine for a second you were just locked in a cave with your husband and your 13 children over the summer, and you had to wait till winter to come out. Yeah, imagine multiplying your boys by, like, 10. Oh, dear God. <laughs> You'd probably put a couple children in sacks, I at least. I think I would. Yeah. Anyway, now you can talk about that. All right. So Grilla had a pet, an evil, murderous cat. The Yule Cat, or... Yola Korterin. Yola Korterin. Anyway. That sounds right. A giant evil cat. Apparently eats also eats children who don't get new clothes for Yule. <laughs> Seems oddly specific to so, me. So, <laughs> nowadays they use the traditional um, Christian Christmas Eve, the 24th of December, as like, you have to have new clothing by the 24th of December or you'll be eaten by the Yule Cat. Mm. Yeah, and that goes back to the idea that when you place the shoe, it's on the eve of December 12th, mm -hmm. and then the last time that anything is placed in the shoe is on the 24th. Um, so I was looking up origins, and it's pretty unknown. Um, Scandinavian folklore has a Yule goat, but I read that in Iceland, traditionally and modern day they favor cats as pets over dogs 
you you don't see many dogs as pets in Iceland. Really? They have cats. Hmm. And in um, Nordic folk folklore Freya's she's a goddess her sled was pulled by large cats, cats. yes yeah so yeah. that was you know as ali said oral tradition that story was passed down from generation to generation oh yeah see i was trying to figure out because like the cat thing seems like really out of place like mm-hmm. normally in these areas it's like elves and trolls and magical folk and then there's just a cat mm-hmm. but i guess that does make sense like if they prefer cats and freya yeah. This is absolutely an alien big cat. 100%. Oh, something else you didn't say. Um, This cat, it it eats children that don't get new clothes, right? But similar to Grilla with her giant sack, the cat just grows to giant proportions Mm -hmm. in order to eat the children. So you just have a giant monster cat going around eating children that don't have fancy new clothes. What a tale. It's hard to tell how how far that goes back, though. But it seems to come from the 19th century, so the Yule Cat is a little bit newer. Tiny bit. There's some really great uh, YouTube videos. I mean, if you go on YouTube and just search Icelandic Yule Lads or Yule Cat, You'll find some pretty interesting videos where people have done, like, animation to tell the story. There's a lot of Icelandic people telling, giving information. There's a PBS series called Monstrum Hmm. that I discovered. Is it an Icelandic show? No, it's, it's just about it's, this. It just tells about different monsters from folklore. Oh. So <laughs> then it talks about the cat. Yeah. Interesting. There's also a well, there's many um traditional carols or songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I listened to the rendition that Bjork sings of Jolakerturin. Jolakerturin? Anyway. She recorded it in, like, 1987. So, in trying to find the origins of the Yule Cat, because, like like I said earlier, it seems to come from the 19th century, which is after the rest of these legends. So I was trying to figure out where it came from, and I came across the Yule Goat in Scandinavian folklore, like Jen mentioned earlier. And that probably originated from Germanic pagan lore, and it represented the spirit of the last harvest. And it was, they, they made, like, all these goats out of, like, grain and red bows and stuff. And then that also kind of evolved to a rowdy goat that demanded extra gifts. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it didn't eat children. So, I don't know if it's, like, a direct link at all, but the cat is pretty different since it's an evil companion of a giant troll and eats children. Good but I just times. thought that was fun. And then, speaking of obscure things... <laughs> I did find a couple of fun ones. Um, I don't know if any of these are actually uh, quote-unquote canon, because I did find them in like one place and I found one on Wikipedia, So, but I thought they were fun. Allegedly, in Eastern Iceland, there was also a story about the lads that said they came from the ocean instead of the mountains, and somehow that's scarier. Shark. Yes. <laughs> like Mike Wachowski's but shark heads. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. It almost becomes a Pac-Man. <laughs> Cam's just silently staring. Do you have anything to say about this? I mean, you guys are saying Pac-Man, so I just imagine a bunch of little Grilla Danny Gavitos. could be an octopus. Oh my god, if like you think Ursa. about it. I do imagine like a bunch of little Danny Vito's walking around like waka 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 waka. Why is it always Danny DeVito with you? I told you, all of the lads are Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's just how it is now. Also, the children are played by him. Oh god. Okay. It's a better movie. I don't want to see that movie. He also plays the sausages that the sausage stealer takes. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> Yikes. I was really trying to find more on this because I think that's interesting. Like, I'm wondering, like, what what the story said they looked like or if they did anything mm-hmm. different considering they came from the ocean. That actually makes a lot more sense to me than the mountains because... I mean, did they come from... What I'm wondering is, did they come on boats or did they come from, like, in the ocean? They deep that's what I'm creatures? saying. That's what makes more sense to me is they would come from boats. If this okay. is all Nordic mythology, that makes the most sense because they would have come from boats over to Iceland anyway. So that fits their whole like ideals behind life. Like the way they live their life is like nomads and stuff. Mm-hmm. So them coming from boats would make sense because it also means that they don't know exactly where they're coming from. They can okay, just so come to sense. Iceland. I mean, you can come to Iceland from any direction. So then if they come in boats, you can't go hunt down the Yule lads, which makes them even scarier mm-hmm. because you'd have to find their boat to keep them trapped yeah, there. Yeah, you don't know exactly where they are, which mountain they came from. Yeah. They're tiny Vikings. So a lot of the towns in Iceland are on the coast because near water, obviously, and Reykjavik being the largest city in the capital of Iceland is on the coast. So that would make also make sense with... I don't know, wherever you are located on the island, whether they come from the mountains or from the ocean. Yeah, Yeah, I just thought that was interesting, but again, I couldn't find that anywhere. Yeah. And I saw another fun one. Um, Most of the, like, this current story, all the Yule lads are lads. They're all men. And so this one apparent nursery rhyme mentions two female Yule lads. Yule pranksters? What's the the female version of... Female lassie? Yule Yule lassies. lassies. (laughs) Two Yule lassies who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their noses or putting it in socks. Why? I don't know, but I guess that's their their prank. You gotta have a way to carry it. Yule lassies. The The Yule lassies. Yule lassie. Um, That's all I could really find for anything other than, you know, the typical traditional... One today. Yeah. I really wish we could have found more stories of the demon ones. This is like super obscure because Grilla, like we said, she comes from like 13th century manuscripts. Mm-hmm. But and probably even before that. But that's not, I mean, she obviously comes from before that because that's just when it was written down. Mm-hmm. Just for everyone who doesn't know, most of the like, like the Nordic mythology type of stuff, that was all verbally passed down mm-hmm. because it wasn't originally, that wasn't what they did. They were nomads, they traveled a lot. That was just kind of their thing, right? So everything was very verbal, everything was very spoken, and traveled around just as much. That said, we have Grilla, but then we don't have anything, like, on the Yulets, like, actually written down. They're just a bunch of dark spirits. And, like, I tried to find stuff. It is, it's hard to, it's hard to even piece together. Like, there are some different pieces of information. I looked through so many different Mm -hmm. Icelandic magazines and websites and newspapers and, like, all kinds of stuff to pull from all over. That said, I do think I figured out what happened. (laughs) Oh. I'm very, I'm very... I just want to throw in real quick, I think the furthest back I was able to trace it was to the Prose Edda. Yeah. And then that doesn't even mention the lads, so... No, that's that's what I saw was, like, the first mention of her. Yeah. So it's hard to say where, like, when the lads actually come But what's in. your story? You mean the story? <laughs> oh, yes, I'm sorry. What is it titled? Uh, it's titled... You'll be sorry. The story of the Yule lads. Sounds like all the cozy mysteries. <laughs> You'll be sorry. This one's not I as bet cozy. One called that. Well, this one's not very cozy. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. So the original Icelandic people eventually decided that the lads had murdered and pillaged for far too long in Iceland, and they were tired of losing their children. So all of the parents banded together in a mob one December when all of the Yule lads finally showed up, whether it was from the mountains or whether it was from the ocean and then they 
massacred them. Massacred all 82 of the Mike Wachowski, Danny DeVito looking little dudes. So they went to the ancient lava fields where probably not where the Yule Lads necessarily lived, but where they kind of like had a home base at, Mm -hmm. right? While they were there in December. They ripped them apart with pitchforks. Right, like a nice pulled pork burrito just spread out across the lava fields. Mm. And then, as the lads tried to run, they all got cornered into the cave. And then that's where the whole mob threw the mother into her own pot. They boiled the mother alive and then threw the husband in as seasoning. I'm going to use that um, framework to tell my kids that there's no Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) An angry mob. (laughs) Went to the North Pole. He was shredded apart like a pork burrito. It's really kind of his fault because he left the pole there. You can Why tell you where he is. Just ask him to formulate a story for you. You can just read to your children when the time comes. Um, anyway, so after they killed the mother and the majority of the lads, well, then you only have 13 left. But see, what I think, what makes sense here, is they mentioned that all of these spirits are kind of evil, right? But maybe there were 13 that just kind of like weren't as evil. They didn't, they weren't like evil spirited people. Maybe these ones were actually the children of the father. He's like, so they I were a little like lazier. Doors. They just like to chill. <laughs> but see, I've got to think about that too. So I'll talk about it in a minute. But these, these fellow Yule Bros, right? Like they, they were sitting there cowering in the corner. And the only thing they had to offer to show their like how sorry they were for what their brothers did is a shoe and they each filled it with a gift which is now what they have to continue doing every year in order to not be murdered by the people of iceland right and that's why the people of iceland changed the story to be so nice not to get away from the evil scariness of the yule lads because the mother's still around so i don't understand that she throws children into a pot of boiling water and the cat eats them alive so Mm. it's not like it got any less scary to be honest uh but they don't they don't talk about it because they massacred like 70 something tiny men that's that's why they don't talk about it to go further into that though the lads have to live in the depths of the cave until December when they come out to make their offering to the people of Iceland, which has caused them to become a bit deranged, which is why they are odd. Licking pans and spoons and stealing your bowl of Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. That's that's why they're doing that. Yeah, that's, that's what I think happened. All right, well. I put it all together. I think it makes sense. And... I stand by it. My conclusion was just that Iceland is full of hardened monsters who are told horror stories as children for Yule. I said there's nothing else to do when it's dark all the time, so they sit around and make up stories. (laughs) Um, This fun fact is the worst. Yeah. In December, sunrise is at, in Iceland, sunrise is at 11.30 in the morning and sunset is at 3.30 p.m. And we're over here whining that the sun goes down at 4 p.m. So you get four hours of possible sunlight unless it's cloudy, unless it's snowing. How do you get anything done? You don't. That's why there's monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I found this on, on a website that I thought kind of wrapped it up nicely. The fact that Gorilla was a child eater who sought children over the festive season sends a similar message to kids as a Santa bearing coal with a little less finesse. <laughs> uh, you need to behave if you want a nice Christmas. Yeah, coal is nothing compared to being boiled and eaten. Yeah. I'd rather get a rock that I can use to make art. The more brutal delivery of this message is likely due to the fact that winters in Iceland 
are, this says were, but are incredibly dangerous, and many disobedient children who went out in the dark and snow never returned home. There's also a lot of work that needed to be done before the darkest months set in, requiring extra diligence from all members of the family. I did read that every, once they harvest the wool and get it ready um, to, you know, every member of the family, men, children, women, they're, they're collecting the wool and spinning it and getting it ready to sell. Um, so they had to finish their weeding, weaving, knitting, and sewing before December. So that's kind of like, that's why or the, the cat Christmas cat will eat you if you don't knit your sweater on time. <laughs> Can you imagine just furiously knitting your sweater? Like, <laughs> like the oh my God, I have 14 me. children. I've only finished 10. There's got to be a few kids that like, they're like, they had years shaved off their lives. Yeah. Being so anxious about this cat that was going to eat <laughs> right? them if they didn't have new clothing. God. The, Yo the Yola Katarin is coming to get you. I do want to say, so this is like a possibility. It's just a you know, teach kids a lesson about getting things done and working as a family or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's also a possibility that this came from, similar to what I said about Grilla, how it could have come from a woman who killed and ate her husband. I'm kind of wondering if this didn't come from, like, a pillaging attempt in Iceland, mm -hmm. where, like, one year, or multiple years, people came over and pillaged the towns long before the thing became legend. Oh, yeah. And I mean, then... The Vikings did that all over... Well, yeah, and the, tons of people were doing it. Yeah. I mean, the, just look at the Catholics. Like, people were doing it constantly. So I kind of wonder if this that's where this came from. Not not so much just the idea of, well, we got to get things done. It might have morphed into that, kind of mm -hmm. like the, the 82 morphed into 13. I think there's a progression. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling at some point in Iceland's history, they probably were legitimately worried about people coming over and pillaging, yeah. which was probably just to keep people inside, which is where that might have come from. That's what I think. I want to know what kind of, if they ran into any, like, as they were settling Iceland, were there any wild animals? Because it is an island, it, and it's pretty small. Okay, so wild animals that can be found in Iceland. Arctic fox, reindeer, whales, seal. It was the foxes. Birds. Polar bear. Oh, not birds, because they're not real. <laughs> polar bears. Atlantic puffins. They're so cute. Earless seals. Now I'm worried. Um, Icelandic sheep. Obvi. The gyra falcon. Cattle. That sounds like so. That sounds like stuff that they brought. That people brought over. Like I don't know. I mean, birds and puffins and whales. Sure, when when people first settled there. But I can't imagine that there would be sheep trolls. and cattle. And I would also like to bring up just for anyone that is confused. Like we see a lot of articles. A lot. A lot of articles are like. Yule and Christmas, and they combine them together. I just want to be very, very specific here. Yule is not Christmas. We, like, Christians co-opted mm -hmm. that a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it true. Yes. Yule, in terms of the stories that we just talked about, is the Germanic pagan holiday. Right. Yes. It takes place from December 21st to January 1st. It's not just one day. It's a festival. It is a mm -hmm. festival, and it began with Norsemen lighting bonfires, telling each other stories, and drinking sweet ale. And honestly, that sounds absolutely that sounds wonderful. So much cozier. Like, that sounds just so absolutely real. wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So right, let's light the fireplace. It sounds like a lot of fun. Honestly, it kind of mm -hmm. sounds a lot more fun. Like I, people are gonna be like, whatever. But like, it sounds a lot more fun than sitting around tearing paper off of gifts around the tree. Well, and it makes sense, too, that prime rib. Way, way back in the day when, you know, 
when the dark months settled in, especially in the north, the Scandinavian countries and Iceland and that, and you can't wander too far away from the fire because you'll freeze to death. Or, and you can't, it's not like you can, you know, they had to stay close to one specific spot. Well, and fire and alcohol keeps you warm. And <laughs> I think calling Yule Christmas takes away from the idea of, like, what the Norse were, too. Because, like, sure, they like they pillaged things. That yeah. was part of what they did. But they were also very, very big on, like, storytelling and, like, coming together. And they were also, like, farmers. Like, they, they had a huge culture. Yeah. And Yule is part of that culture. Again, sitting around bonfires telling each other stories for days drinking sweet ale is like a tradition yeah. is like a real tradition it's a real culture but i just i wanted to make sure we mentioned that because we had not mentioned that well should we wrap this up wrap it up with a bow well, I think that's should we, we put this, this in a shoe <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up with a bow and put it in a shoe that's the end of the episode you put it in a flash drive and put it in a shoe there you go <laughs> anyway that that is that is yule that is Icelandic Yule Lads. Lads. <laughs> the Yule Lads. And Icelandic folklore. Seriously, though, YouTube it. Go on YouTube, look at videos. There, There's some really cool stuff. The artwork is insane and really cool. And if you live in Iceland and you are listening, uh, tell us if you've heard other alternate fun stories about the Yule Lads, because I'm sure you all probably know more in your own country than we do over here in America. And I'm sorry for butchering yeah, your language. Yeah. I was going to say, tell us if you've never heard someone butcher your language that bad before. <laughs> yeah, if you want to butcher English a possibility. just as bad, feel free to send I us some audio I am sure clips. there have been others. Anyway. We're getting off topic. Um, that was the Icelandic Yule Lads. Thanks for listening. I I want to. I wanted to ask a question. Okay. What if Krampus, who is also Norse, mm-hmm. what if Krampus is just the one Yule lad that survived a massacre? You mean like the the demon ones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if he's like the last Yule lad? And he fled to Germany. Uh huh. Because he came That's around in the story. 1600s. Yeah. Which kind of After works. After Krampus Yule lad massacre. So yeah. <laughs> so I just want to throw that out there because he's also Krampus he's also is Norse. A Yule lad. Yeah. Yes or no? I'll put up a poll. I need to write that down, actually. Put up a North Pole. <laughs> oh, shit. You can find us on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can also, if you have things to say that are too long for Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you can also email us. Just conspiracywhat at gmail. Um, subscribe to the newsletter so you can see all of these great photos that we've put in here of um, hopefully scary things. We can find some good ones. And if you feel like helping us keep this podcast ad-free, which is also great, you can toss some change in our virtual tip jar. And you can find links to all of that that I just said in the show notes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I'm Cameron. I'm Allie. I'm Jen. Uh, and <laughs> we are not Yule Lads, but... Be sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We're all white. We, we are demons. I think we're all too tall lads. to be Danny DeVito, Mike Wachowski's. So... Also, let us know if you think Danny DeVito should be cast as the Sausage or the Yule Lads or both. Another poll. Because I honestly think he can play both very well. Uh, Anyway, remember to always stay stitious and to leave a shoe by your windowsill so that you can get some presents. Or just like some demon gifts. I don't know what that would be, but I feel like it's bad. Some demon gifts? Yeah, if they're still demons. Wait, are you leaving demon gifts or are you getting demon gifts? 
No, you're getting demon boots. How do you shoe. fit a Ouija board in a shoe? <laughs> this Magic. <laughs> a Ouija board puzzle. You just put all the pieces in there. Oh!